All right. Let's see if I can remember this. Everyone getting settled? Well, I, mean, I guess we could just like roll right into it, right? Yeah, I mean, we can yeah. just start, start I'll, I'll record the intro later. It'll be like a second episode type of thing. Yeah, I mean, if you want to pre-record the intro, you can. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it later. Why not? Fuck it, we'll do it later. Well, uh, I guess this is the part where we introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm one of your co-hosts, Frost, a.k.a. Peter, you know, but nobody calls me that. And then joined by the lovely... You for, you forgot uh, Frosty Boy 223. Oh, yeah, I did forget Frosty Boy 223. Come on, you can't, man. You can't forget the... Man, uh, I am... Whatever oh, the... I'm just so bad. What, <laughs> Fuck. What, what's, what's that thing called? Was it Fortnite dancing? Yeah, it went, uh, it's like something like that, right? Yeah. Oh no, no, no! It's TikToking. TikTok. TikToking. Yeah, that's what the Tick, kids TikToks. are doing. Yeah, I, I don't know about any of that. You know, I, I don't know what that is. But Jared, introduce yourself. I am Jared. I. That's that's just it. <laughs> I don't I don't have any like call signs or pseudonyms or. Nothing, nothing crazy. No, I just go with Jared. <laughs> I mean, I guess pajama counts, right? Yeah, but like nobody can say that. I mean, Pojo. Yeah, I get some weird ones. Yeah, yeah. Pajamlet. Pogo Pogomit. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> Pojamality. What? I got that once. What the? Pe- you people usually just say like Pojo. Yeah, I mean, anytime I play a video game, I just instantly, like, like if I can't say your name, I find the first three letters, or I use the first letter. It's like the first syllable. What's the first, like, syllable or two syllables? Yeah, like, claw. Like, even though his yeah. name's Klaus and I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to. Uh, I mean, because, oh, what was it? Uh, you You told me a long time ago. Cause I remember, I think I I read it in front of you, and I was like, "What is? Was I the one that said Pojo Melt?" And I was like, "What is Pojo Melt?" And you're like, "Oh, so. that's me." And you like corrected me on how to say it. Yeah, it's Pojomlet. Yeah, for the record, it's P O J O M E L T. No, no. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> it's like on a box right behind me. It's like I I I can't read it. P O J O M L E T, E T. Yeah, it's got a nice like, like flow to it, like P O J O M L E T. Oh, just like, just like flows off the tongue. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, um, there's a fun story behind the name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you you want to tell? You want to share? Sure. Yeah. It's it's a portmanteau of. Poo face, Jared, and omelet. <laughs> um, and it it comes from like one of my older brother's friends. He was like coming up with nicknames for me or something. And I was like, he was like, "What do you like?" Oh yeah, and, and pajama. It's like poo face, pajamas, Jared, and omelets. And I was like, those are like things that I liked at the time. What the? And he was just like, I, 
just throwing syllables together and that's the only way that like was pronounceable so that's the thing yours is so freaking cool it is that i, don't know. I mean it you you've got such just like like grandiose like backstory for it everyone just calls me frost but they don't even realize it's my last fucking name yeah it's just your name like it's it's just me like a frosty boy 223 was a spinoff of my name because i was like frosty boy tried to enter it couldn't enter it because it was already taken so i was like these fuckers uh then i was like Oh, what what numbers should I add at the end of it that's like generic so I went with 223 and it scarred me for life because everyone's like oh you like 223 better than 556 I'm like you're you're dumb it's basically the same thing like you're just you ba- know basically not, basically you know same same, same but yeah, different same 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 but different. like because uh, I wanted a dude's live he was like oh frosty boy 223 it's a good round and I was like what? Because I, I didn't know it was a rifle caliber at the time. I wasn't big into guns as I am Wait, now. So, so where did you, was it just like you pulled 223 out of the ether? So I basically went two, two, then three. It's like my, my biggest thing whenever I was younger, like for all my like school passwords, it was basically my last name and then two repetitive numbers and then one cascading one digit above. See, my go-to was uh, nine eight seven six. <laughs> See, I also got a really big. Uh, uh, whenever I used to play Roblox when I was a kid, I couldn't come up with a uh, username, so I literally just went down the keyboard, and then realized that the username was too short because I went W S C. Then I went up to E, and then I just did one two three. And nobody knew what to call me, so they just called me Wussy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck. Like, I just, like, scarred myself for life. And then I got the nickname Weasel at one point because of my wheezy laugh. <laughs> You've heard it plenty of times. I freaking... That and Goose. Well, yeah, you got, you got, you got like, the two levels of Frost laugh. The, the Weasel laugh and the Goose laugh. Oh, yeah, and it's, it's, it's bad. Like, if I'm straight wheezing, I'm, I'm, like, something got me so good that, like, I just physically can't breathe and it's all coming out. And eventually I'll dry out at the end of my laugh. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, Airsoft. Yeah, Airsoft, you know, six millimeter podcasts. Might as well talk about Airsoft. I mean, what is Airsoft? We, we get asked that a lot. Every time, anytime you're doing something like, like for you and me back when I was working at Evic, it was, we get everybody off the street like, Hey, what's airsoft? And we're like, Oh, you know, it's, it's for me, it was like, it's like paintball, but smaller. Yeah. That's it's, it's kind of changing now because airsoft and paintball are about as big, but like that used to be like the go-to is like, it's like paintball, but like. The guns are more realistic. Is yeah, like how I'd explain it to people. Um, either that, or it's like, it's like BB guns for adults. Yeah, or like BB guns you shoot your friends with. Yeah, that's more of a better way to put it than I would, because <laughs> I'm I'm super just like simplistic and just trying to get past it, versus like trying to give them the knowledge. Because like I I was 
ex like not what what's the word I'm looking for? I was exposed to airsoft at a very young age. Well, I mean, me too. Yeah. Well, but like, how long were you like physically shooting other people? Okay. How how long were you like <laughs> playing Shoot, against other people? Shooting people with plastic BBs. Yeah. Pla- plastic BBs. Yeah, specifically plastic. Um, I mean, like as soon as I got an airsoft gun, I was like shooting my brother. We were shooting each other. In <laughs> so the like backyard BB wars. Oh yeah, for sure. Good like, dude. The, the spring is from dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Back whenever you had the MP5, where you thought the mag was actually a mag, but it's really the battery. You remember those? I they used to sell them at Academy. Yeah. So, but I I never actually had one of those. No. No. So I had a my first one was a Springer two two six, and I'm pretty sure it's still in my attic somewhere. <laughs> um, I don't have the magazine for it anymore, but it's the slightest spray paint of gold, and they actually they still make those guns, and like we we have them at the shop. Wow. And like I like legitimately like it was like almost 15 years ago probably more that's um, nutty and they're still making those um but it actually shot shot like pretty well so it shot straight <laughs> to, just to about straight like, as an arrow it, it shot straight to like the length of my backyard okay that's actually a pretty freaking long shot no but yeah so but we only had one of those so me and my brother would take turns shooting at each other. <laughs> so oh. one, of us, one of us would get the goggles and go run around the yard. Oh my! And see who could like hit each other the would, most. And then the other one would yeah. You'd see like get one magazine. See how much. My how dad bought like an old little like Springer, and used to like it. It it wasn't like I ne- I never knew it was an actual like toy. I thought it was an actual firearm at first because you know me being a young kid not exposed to firearms yet. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, my dad has a gun, and I was like, my my dad's a criminal, you know, like whatever an eight year old would think. And uh, then I was like, wait, it's an airsoft gun. And then my dad taught me how to shoot it, how to cock it back. Obviously, I'm eight, so I can't even pull the slide back like to get it to rack. Um, after that, my brother got like this little CO2 pistol and, uh, he was like, Oh, don't worry. It's like an amp bite. No, it wasn't. I felt like I got hit by like an SUV. It was like, it was the worst thing ever, man. I promise you it, it hurt like CO2 pistols. It was probably like a CO2 pistol with like a 0.12 gram. Oh yeah. Non-blowback either. Oh yeah. So it's, oh, yeah. it's probably pushing like a 12 gram, like oh, 500 yeah. feet per second. Yeah. Just a hundred percent out the barrel. Just rockets straight through. <laughs> Like, oh, my Lord, I, I remember that day like it was yesterday, just from the the flashbacks I got, like, like nom flashbacks. I'm just like, oh, no, like, I, I, I can't, I can't. I mean, my first gun was at, like, everybody's Academy Classic, which I ended up buying from Academy was the 416. Oh, yeah. The full plastic body. That thing lasted me a year doesn't even last people like six months now i don't know what happened but ah, it's what it is i i don't i don't know if like we were smarter or kids nowadays are dumber or they just like don't make them as as well you talk about whenever uh the jaeger ran into that uh into cody at high ground and split the entire gun in half <laughs> Like, 
because i i tanked mine into the barricade at high ground and uh that thing didn't break oh yeah like i guess i guess they're just i guess they were just built different back then oh yeah i mean what like 20 years of airsoft i mean something's got to bust yeah apparently it's the entry-level rifles <laughs> apparently i don't know but yeah, so I, I always had the Springer, so we went from like that and got like a couple other spring pistols, had like a spring MP5, where you had to like wreck the charging handle. Wait, y'all had a spring MP5? Yeah, it was an MP5K, so it had like the stock and everything. What? And that one, that that one was like hot. That one shot like 300 <laughs> with a .12. <laughs> Super hot, field dangerous right there. Yeah, I had that, and then like the the pump shotgun that was like the single shot with the mag fade that one was pretty good didn't have any sights man i had a oh you know that combo pack one it's like the tan uh the tan marine corps rifle and then it gives you the little 1911 that says u.s marines on the side dude i saw some kid come in with that and uh i went to go chrono him and i was like dude you're not gonna compete and he's like watch me i was (laughs) like oh boy this kid's got some confidence. Oh, yeah. He definitely got completely demolished, like, sense of, like, self-confidence, like, down the drain immediately. I was like, dude, you're, you're running around here with a Springer. Like, I used to play with that in my backyard, like, shooting Coke cans. Like, I was freaking, like, Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald? Where did that come from? Out of nowhere, man. <laughs> Bro, a freaking sharpshooter. I, I, oh, all right. I mean, it, it's it's crazy. I mean, well, I mean, you and I have sold our fair share of like airsoft guns for Evic. For, oh, yeah, for sure. What you three years, me two years, right? Yeah, yeah, because you were a year early. Like that. Honestly, I I can never say anything negative about that company, even though I quit because of my own personal reasons <laughs> i'm trying not to laugh when i say it because it's like i don't want to say anything bad because you I've, still work for the company I've, I've definitely heard you say some negative things okay so you definitely I, have some negative things yes. to say but like i get your point yeah, yeah it's, it's behind closed doors it's, it's definitely it's the, not like open definitely the good outweighs the bad yeah i mean for the uh like the experience that evic.com gave me, especially trying to grow myself as a content creator and getting to meet all the right people to help me like pursue and get to know the right names that are in the industry. I was like very grateful for evic for allowing me to work with like literally the biggest company in airsoft. Like you, you, you type in airsoft, you're going to get evic.com and then amped airsoft's going to be like right underneath them. Like, yeah, let's go guys. Like, you know, still chugging along. Then if you scroll down further, there's just the death of airsoft megastore RIP the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Like, I don't know. It's just like the fun times that we had, the amount of things that we found out we could get away with (laughs) at at evic was pretty funny. And that's one thing is we, so we worked at an Evic outpost. Yeah. And Evic outpost high ground at that. Yeah. It's the the literally we're, we're, we're kind of the redheaded stepchild <laughs> of, of evic.com. Evic outpost uh at high ground is like the wild west 
it's it's there's bound to be some kind of like you know tomfoolery look it's we have fun it's just it's it's a different environment you know i mean i can say it i just love the fact that i got to rack out on the clock on a freaking rack or one of one of our uh uh gun racks in the back i just racked out like laid down on it fell asleep for like 20 25 minutes maybe 30 i don't know i lost track of time because you know i'm asleep like the fact that i got to do that i was like beyond like i i transcended reality for a moment i was like i can do this because i used to do that shit at amc all the time like i used to just like because we i don't know why we had it right we had like this little like you know like the old cart dollies to go under your car whenever it's jacked up to like change your oil a uh, creeper yeah, a creeper. I don't know why we had a creeper in a movie theater. Oh, dude, you could. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it's weird, right? You're not like gonna like roll under the seats with that. No, you can't because they're on the floor. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to figure out why we had it, and it, I don't the... know, maybe you like as as like a the dolly. No, it was know. there before me. Like I one of know. the old facilities managers bought it. So when I became the facilities manager, that was my sleeping chair. For my 6 a.m. shift to 2 p.m. shift. So for 6 to 8, I'd go to sleep for two extra hours and then work the rest of the shift. Like, I'd answer my emails and then just go lay down. I didn't care. It was AMC. What are they going to do, fire me? I already quit. <laughs> and got put on a blacklist, apparently. <laughs> oh, well, really? Yeah. Because uh, remember, I, I tried to reapply for AMC Theaters, and oh, yeah, uh, I got right. an email back from HR, and they're like, yeah, nah, chief, you can't come back. <laughs> I was like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> I just walked away from my computer. I was mad. I was livid because I was really trying to go back because, you know, the money's good. Like, it's actually good money for $9 an hour versus base pay being now $8 an hour for them. Because mm, yeah. I worked my way up from the ground. Like, I, I was like a trooper. And then I became a captain. And then I got fired, but not <laughs> fired. Like, it's gnarly. And now I work for an airsoft arena. <laughs> I've either fallen from grace or I'm ascending to it. I can't figure out where I'm at. Well, now now you have a airsoft podcast. So like, I mean, I, yeah. Things things are looking up. You're a podcast. I'm just going to like make business cards and start handing them to people. Frost, you're an influencer. I mean, I think the 200,000 followers on TikTok already made me an influencer. I'm just well, doubling well, yeah, but down. This is just like adding to it. Now yeah. I mean, Definitely. yeah, even better. You put that on your resume. Man, I just, I can't wait for the day Evic Matt listens to this podcast and it's just like, yo, I met that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got to talk to Frosty Boy 223 Like, even though I've been, like, the biggest fan of Evic Matt since I was, like, yay high. <laughs> like, freaking three foot eight running around in, like, my airsoft equipment. Well, it's it's good to have dreams. <laughs> Gotta set the bar high so that way, whenever we don't reach it, we can cry yeah, ourselves to sleep. Shoot for the st shoot for the moon. If you miss, you'll still end up among stars, like Evic Matt, or the sun, depending on how far I miss. Uh, uh, the metaphor breaks down. 
a, a little bit, you know. But they get the gist. What about you? What's your favorite uh, moment from Ethic Outpost? Or well, still. I I don't know. It's hard. To, it's hard for me to pick favorites. I'm very <laughs> bad at it. There's, there's a lot of good times. But like top ten. Top top ten. I I don't know. It's like same shit, different day. <laughs> I don't know. That's what it feels like, but. I mean, you're not wrong. It's what it felt like for me. Like, I can't, like, look back on it because I'm still in it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like whenever I left, I got to look back on the store from the outside versus you. Like, when you look back, you're still inside the store. Oh, yeah. And you're like, damn. All right, I guess I'll go restock this item. Yeah, it's like, man, I got to go clean out under the gondolas again. It's it's a very taxing job, but you will learn a lot if you just use your ears. Like if you pay attention and actually watch the guys, like I learned from you. You also learn that customers are the worst. Oh yeah. Don't look if if you're a bad customer, you need to change your life. <laughs> like if if you pick something up off the shelf and don't put it back where you found it, just think that somebody's got to put that back in the right place. Somebody's got to come back and clean up after you. It's always us. Yeah. It's always us. There, It's it's a human being that's going to have to pick up after you. Like, I don't even understand, like, the countless amount of times we've found freaking coat hangers or, like, gear hooks underneath find, the gondolas. We find weird things all over the Like, place. springers, freaking... I f- dude, I... So, one of my biggest plays was like I guess it was like leftover from tech before I worked there. But like I I used to find like airsoft like AEG springs just like hanging out under the gondola. So like I'd make it my sole mission to look under the gondola and see if there was a spring. And if there was I'd take it. There are like weirdly a bunch of random springs hanging out around that store. Nobody knows where yeah, they came from. I think they just like fall out of kids gun uh gun bags. A lot of them have been there a long time. Oh, yeah. They're just like in the pen cups. And I'm like, those those have been in there since I was there. Yeah. Where those spring comes from? Who knows? It's, it's the, the mystery of high ground. It's just like the universe spontaneously propagates like AEG springs in airsoft stores. But it's never the one you need. <laughs> yeah. You just find one, you're like, oh, sick, this could be an M90. I could get a kid, like, a kid to play today. It's never an M90. It's a 110. It's never. He's shooting 550. It's never an M90. If it was an M90, it'd be in a gun already. Yeah. Uh, that is one of the cooler things, though, is that, like, I remember I took quick chain springs on, like, with, like, big, like, like timidness. Like, I, I was very scared to do a quick change because I'm like, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to mess it up. Like J- Jared and Corbin are going to make fun of me. And like, they're going to bully me for not knowing how to quick change. And I did it. And I was like, Oh, this shit's easy, bro. Oh, like no. yeah. I-, I went from like this super like shy nerd to like, you know, like the class clown. <laughs> Bad comparison. <laughs> Bad comparison. More so like, I-, I felt like, you know, super chilled about it. And then I started learning gearboxes more. And, 
honestly, for those of y'all who think airsoft AEGs are complex, it's dummy simple. It's way simpler than you think. If you're good with like Legos, just think of a gearbox as Legos. As long as they all go right back in the same spot, you'll have a gearbox. Uh, a little more good than <laughs> it's that. Like complex like, it's like complex Legos. All right. It'll probably work. Will it work well? It's like this? duplex. <laughs> like duplo? Du- is it duplo or duplex? Duplo. Oh, duplex is a freaking building. Like, like the big ones for toddlers? Yeah. Yeah, those are duplo. Yeah. Okay. Duplex. It's a condo, right? It's like a. Oh no! It's it's two apartments squished together, right? Yeah, it's like they it's, have conjoined garages. Yeah, it's two homes in one building. Okay. So basically, you rent them out separately, but they're like in the same building, but they're not. Like so it's like actually co- connected. Oh, uh, so uh, like it's like, it's like conjoined. The ish, air what? quotes. I was like, I was gonna make a thing with like conjoined twins. It's it's basically a building with two apartments in it. Okay. But only two. Then what would it be if it, there were three? A triplex? I'd, yeah. <laughs> what about four? A quadplex? Yeah, probably. I don't know. At that point, you just call it like a... An apartment. Apartment, I don't know. <laughs> An apartment complex. Oh. <laughs> um, like a, a row house? A townhouse? A <laughs> townhouse. <laughs> I feel like there's specifics for a townhouse, but I don't know what they are. I think there always has to be like a lake. You ever been in like a well, townhouse, be a like apartment complex? Wait, it's yeah, yeah. It always has like a pond or a lake. I don't know. So, townhouses aren't that common in uh, Texas, but in Virginia they were really common. Yeah, like I mean, a, like a majority of homes in the area of Virginia I lived in were townhouses. Oh, all right. Oh, that's your homework. Try to figure out where Jared used to live <laughs> in I Virginia. Him, I, I gave him one clue. <laughs> it's like you just look at Virginia. It's just all townhouses. No, like, it's like, all right, look. It's like there's there's a lot of townhouses. I used to believe that Virginia wasn't real <laughs> at one point. Well, at one point. Wait, well, like, like. What? I like I I was a dumb kid, still am, just a little more intelligent than I was like four years ago. Did you think any other states weren't real, or was it just Virginia, Ohio? <laughs> I even though I have family in Ohio, <laughs> so where where do you think they live? Just like I just somewhere like forty five minutes north of like Texas. What? What? Yeah, like whenever I was younger, I had no sense of time, like zero sense of time. Like maybe I'd go to bed at two, maybe I'd go to bed at like six a.m. and wake up at eight to go to school. That's just like my life now. Oh yeah, no, it, it's crazy how like everything you wanted to do as a kid, you were always like restricted by school, and now that like you're out of school, you get to just do whatever you want. I mean, I, I still have a job. I have to. I mean, I still have a job. Still. For now. <laughs> For now. <laughs> Before uh, the cheese meister gives me the big old slap. 
Oh uh, no, it's 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 interesting working for High Ground Airsoft now after leaving Evic and realizing just how much of a headache it is. Yeah, that's that's one thing I've never had is I've always been like retail, like store side. And yeah, you told me this. I don't really have the perspective of like a referee. It's, I feel like I I don't think I could do it. It's I, a nightmare. I can't deal with those people. It's a nightmare. It's like oh no, they don't listen. They never listen. Oh yeah, it's like hurting cats. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like hurting a bunch of like. 80 year old drunk babies like just trying to get them like together and they just don't it's like the stigmatism between freaking milsom and speedsoft and it's like the like the grand old race war of freaking airsoft is like oh are you a speedsofter or are you a milsimmer and it's like bro i just came to play airsoft bro like, I don't know what I want to do. Even though I enjoy Milsom, I did Speedsoft for a bit. Like, it's not that bad. Like, I had fun. And it's also really fun to, like, kind of poke fun at the Milsomers because I did Speedsoft. Oh, oh yeah. I, I really don't understand that, like, it's like a f- false dichotomy. That it's like Milsim and Speedsoft. Yeah, it's, it's like there's like, a line. It's like these two like separate like things that are like in conflict with each other. And I'm like, it's it's literally like it. It's like this line got formed, and now we're left to kind of like try to puzzle the pieces back together. It's I like I really don't understand why it's like why why can't we all just get along. Man, I don't know. It's it's a whole thing. Like the, the, Edge Soft became a thing and What Soft? Edge Soft. Edge Soft. Okay. Yeah, like cringy stuff. Yeah, but which I find that's really just humorous. Like kids spending too much time on Reddit. I mean, yeah, just go touch grass, you nerd. Like <laughs> I mean <laughs> Friggin that's, that's I know some some speedsoft fields have have grass on them. Some, some but are they touching it? Running through it is not no, touching. I feel it. like they do their best to avoid it. Yeah, that's why they run in the dirt. That's why they're all in California. There's less grass out there. <laughs> it's all desert. <laughs> uh, the airsoft scene in California is actually pretty cool. I do want to take a trip at some point to go. I would like to spend some time out there. It's. One thing, because you like you see all these fields on camera, because there's like so much video that comes out of like the California scene. A lot of airsoft is centered around California, especially yeah. airsoft media. Um, which it's very like like I feel like it's going to be one of those cases where it's like don't meet your heroes. Yeah, like, where it's like all the all these things is like you watch like Jet and like OC Node. and all yeah and like no yeah. you see like SC Village or like SC Viper and you're like oh I want to play there one day it looks so cool but then like you hear people like out come like from out when they like come from California and like they're like hanging out 
at like other fields they're like yeah you don't want to go there it's like yeah like preston because like, preston used to play at tech city yeah yeah he used to play at tech and he's city. like nah dude it's nah, not the play like, yeah i'm like yeah like, like man but like i kind of want to experience it for myself yeah it'd, it'd be cool it's like battle hack like everybody wants to go to battle hack i wish i got to go to battle hack i spent my entire time living in virginia not knowing that battle hack existed <laughs> Until I moved to Houston. You're like 95% of like early onset, like Virginia airsofters when Ballahack was like growing that like everybody I've met from Virginia that played airsoft, which is like three has said they wish they knew it was there. Oh yeah. Dude. Like that, that's one of the cases where like everyone who goes to like hollywood sports park or sc village is like yeah it's it's like it looks cool on camera but it's not as fun to play as it in real life but like everyone who goes comes from Balhack is like you gotta go to Balhack. it's like the coolest field yeah and it's like uh oh, what was it? it's like operation lion claw or bear claw i think it's one that third coast puts on it's like up in michigan it's in a an abandoned uh mall kind of like us but like, oh, yeah, yeah, the one that Alphonse records at. Yeah, he goes there all the time. And uh, I really want to go to that one because it looks super cool. That does look cool. Like, it looks like a Tarkov level. Oh yeah, which is pretty sick. Like that's what high ground could have been if we got like the rest of them all. It's like it's literally like, uh, what's that Tarkov level? I don't play Tarkov anymore. Exchange. Interchange. 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 That's one. Yeah, it's like interchange. I yeah. like, see videos of that and I'm like, oh, this is like interchange in real life. Yeah, and then freaking. What was it the uh, abandoned industrial park in like Louisiana or something? Can't remember. They do a lot on uh, old prisons over in Florida. Yeah, I feel like there's a, a lot of prisons. In I feel Florida. like there are a lot of prisons in Florida. A lot of prisons in Texas too. Yeah, but we still use ours. Yeah, a lot of them. Like, I feel like playing in a prison would be like. I feel like it'd be interesting, but I feel like it'd get old pretty quick. Yeah. And I, the crazy thing, too, is apparently Florida's airsoft scene has been dying. Is it really? Yeah. It's not as popping as it used to be. Like, it's kind of, like, digressed into this little final fireball of a star, <laughs> and it's just going to pop. And that'll be that'll be it. It's not going to be a thing. Hmm. And it's crazy, too, because that's kind of the case for quite a few states that have airsoft fields that the community just isn't really there. Yeah. I don't know. Florida, I feel like that would be one of the places because it's like pretty high population density. Um, Pretty like there's a lot of gun culture there, too. Um, oh, yeah. And there's actually quite a few young people. Yeah. Florida's kind of weird because it's like it's all old people or it's all young people. And there's like. Yeah, there's like no. There's between. like this divide. And that's it's kind of weird. Florida's a weird place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you could just probably be playing airsoft one day and just completely like zone out. And then boom, an alligator drops on like your head <laughs> from like the second story building. And you're like. I don't even understand. Freaking, you could play airsoft and accidentally run into Carol Baskin's freaking 
like tiger chamber. Yeah, but like we got we got rattlesnakes here in Copperheads. I look, man. I don't I don't mess with snakes. You know this. I'd I'd rather find a snake than an alligator. I'd rather fight an alligator than a snake. Really? I feel like I could take an alligator. You watch you watch too much crocodile hunter. Yeah, way <laughs> too much crocodile hunter. Way too much. Freaking that and uh, freaking Steve Irwin, R.I.P. What he was a crocodile hunter. Am I thinking of Crocodile Dundee? I guess. I think I was looking for the Crocodile Dundee, not Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin was the Crocodile Hunter. Yeah, okay. It's... Crocodile Dundee was like <laughs> the like movie character. You know, like kill my kill my heroes <laughs> one by one here. Uh, mm. freaking! I you know what's crazy, right? So a while back, I did a TikTok live stream, and everybody was asking me like, you know, what like there's no airsoft fields in like. Maine and I was like dude probably like and then I grabbed my laptop and I looked it up and I think I found like two airsoft fields but you know Maine is like the size of a boulder so you know it's not that far of a drive for anyone yeah Maine, Maine, Maine's pretty small like it's really beautiful but it's freaking small not as small as Rhode Island where it's you know the same size as yeah, but like Harris you can, County you can drive across Maine in like three hours yeah Rhode Island, it just takes you 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. That's, just, that's like going from, like, South Houston to North Houston. Yeah. Well, Rhode Island fits inside of Harris County. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, with still with room to, like, mess around. But, I mean, I feel like if you lived in Maine, it's like, I mean, we have people drive from Louisiana to come to Houston to play airsoft. Oh, yeah. So, it's like, if you live in Maine, you could definitely, like, go to, like, Pennsylvania or... Georgia. At Georgia's a little far. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess so because the Super Bowl is kind of on like the lower end. Georgia's like pretty pushing. far. <laughs> Georgia's pretty far from me. Georgia's pushing it into like a day drive. You're like, that's like 10, 12 hours. We used to do that from Texas to Georgia. That's like, what? Yeah. Oh, like Texas to Georgia or Maine to Georgia? Texas to Georgia. Texas, Georgia, that's like 10 hours. Well, like, give Houston, or take. Houston to Georgia, that's like 10 hours. Yeah, depending now, on how I 10 Georgia, is. That's like, that's that's doable. In a yeah, day. I 10, it's a roll of the dice to see what kind of traffic you're going to get. Oh, yeah. It's just, depend, I mean, once on you like, hit Louisiana, depends on how much construction there is on I 10. Yeah. Because Alabama's good, Mississippi's good, it's just Louisiana. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's a noticeable difference whenever you're driving from Texas to Louisiana because the road completely changes. Just mm -hmm. like, you know, you get this nice, like, smooth gravel as you're leaving Texas, and then Louisiana just, like, slaps your underside and just, like, taps your car's ass as you're going. It's like, hey, good luck. Oh, yeah. You you, you go from, like, because in, uh, in Texas, because it's so hot, all the freeways are cement. But then you get into Louisiana, and then they start using asphalt. Yeah, freaking. But it's still hot there, so it all gets wavy. Yeah, it's it's still dumb. I don't understand why they have like yet to realize that. I don't know. Cement's or asphalt's cheaper. Cement's expensive. <laughs> hey man. So they're just like, yeah, we're gonna have to replace it in like five years. But like, psh, 
Got to got to cut budgets where you can, you know. You yeah. Got to uh-huh. make expenses where you can do. Oh, where'd I put my phone? I'm going to answer this question real quick. Oh, we're going to the questions section. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to hop into the questions right now. You know, we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants here. But we're making it work. Oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, so this is from TFS underscore zero two underscore Frank, uh, F R A N C K Frank. I don't don't look at me like that. I it, it's a dumb weird way to spell it, but I, okay. I find it very funny. But his question is how how do we get more real steel companies interested in supporting airsoft community, like Hayway Strategic, for example. Um, I think I've definitely been noticing it a lot lately. I feel like the biggest contributing factor to that right now is ammo prices being so expensive and people not being able to shoot as much. So they're looking for a cheaper, or cheaper alternative. Um, and I mean, it's, it's happened to me. I shoot my airsoft guns way more than I shoot real guns. Now I, I don't think I've shot a real gun in a year. It's terrible, but, um, that it's kind of like the sad fact of it is like ammo prices being more expensive is good for airsoft um, because it's driving people to like look into it as a training alternative. Um, I think once they get their hands on an airsoft gun and actually start playing with it, actually start like shooting their friends and having fun and seeing um, like seeing the possibilities of it. I think it's like opening their eyes and I, I, I see it happening uh, way faster, but um, how to get like actual like companies involved? Um, I don't know. What do you think? Honestly, from my take, because I'm a big gear nut, um, I feel like they are getting involved because, you know, you see a lot more Spiritus. You see a lot more Pharaoh hitting the fields. Like, it's mostly at Milsom Ops. But, like, you know, obviously you have your Gucci operator cry guys out there that want to be so operator it hurts. And, uh, but one of the main contributors to kind of everybody, I think, opening their eye at airsoft was condor oh yeah that's that's like a huge success story in the airsoft industry is condor like catering to airsofters because like 10 years ago condor was a laughing stock oh yeah like if you had condor year you were like like you're getting like made fun of oh yeah like run to the parking lot especially in terms of like uh anyone you ask who's like a real quote-unquote like real shooter who's like <laughs> like they shoot real bullets and they who who think they're better than you because they shoot real bullets instead of fake bullets but um you talk to those guys they're like or they were in the military or whatever so they think they know what they're talking about um they all thought like condor was shit but like you look at the condor pouches 
and like all the gear that you can get from Condor now for it's like leagues ahead of whatever they were using back then. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's so much different from when I first used Condor. Cause I was one of those kids. Like I thought Condor was sick as shit. Like, bro, what do you mean? I get a dope ass plate carrier with so much Molly for like thirty two sixty two. Hell yeah. Well, I'll buy and, it. And that's the thing is like Condor was what was available. It's what you could get. It was cheap, but it worked. Yeah. And like, it lasted a long time. Yeah, that's one thing. Their their stitching was a little iffy back then. Um, yeah, you did have like, some Molly pouches break every now and then. Or... Yeah, and you you get the like you get the Molly uh, like the bar tacks where they weren't even so you couldn't like put yep. a pouch in a certain spot. Um but like I I still have like pieces of Molly kit I had ten years ago that's still kicking. Oh, I've still got Condor pouches that are sitting in my gearbox. Oh yeah. I, I can never part ways with them. Yeah, and it's like one one thing is like one of the big complaints I used to hear about Condor, um, which I, I, I still think is valid, is it's all pretty heavy for what you get. Um, but I mean, when you're comparing that to like what they had ten years ago, like what, it made sense. Like what were, I mean, everything was heavy back then. Yeah, like people didn't start wearing like JPCs until pretty recently, and the like super high speed low drag stuff didn't come around until fairly recently yeah so like you kind of notice the shift too because as the warfighter lightened up it kind of also like overflowed onto airsoft as well because you know all this new cool super light super fast gear is now available for civilian purchase you know you can now build that cool ranger kit that you wanted to you can now like do that super cool seal kit with an lbt 6094 yeah that's true and one of the things is so because of the like pace that the global war on terror was going at and because they were utilizing special operations so much more heavily and they need like kind of specific stuff for their missions that they can't just like they can't wait on the military procurement process to like get the stuff for them. They turned to the commercial market and because of that, it drove the commercial market forward so much. Yeah. It was kind of like symbiotic advance of like companies like cry and like Eagle industries and Spiritus, um, Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Yeah. All those are like coming out of this like really high pace advancement that was driven by uh like counter-terrorist operators um but because they were like they they made all of that kit available for like anyone to purchase if you wanted to for the most part yeah and it was kind of like a like an explosion whenever it happened too Cause like everything just started coming out. It was like this, that, this, that, this, that. Oh, Cry's got this. Oh, LBT's got this. You know, and yeah, it's and, it's and, one thing to buy something that's airsoft rated. Mm-hmm. It's also another thing to buy something that's actually rated. And and one thing is like before that, 
you would go into surplus stores. Yeah. And like that's all you would get is like you go get like, like some dude's old IBA. Had, had in surplus was either Condor or like proper or true spec or Rothko. Oh my god. <laughs> don't please please don't buy Rothko. Please, Rothko's no. terrible. If you buy Rothko is the new Condor. Oh, Rothko was the old Condor too. <laughs> like Roth Rothko's Rothko's Rothko. It's yeah. always been Rothko. You want a pair of baggy multicam pants and your waist size, but still look like, you know, Please do yourself a favor and never buy Rothko boots. Your (sighs) your feet will thank you. Dude, just... But um, it's like it was either that or it was like old, like haggard, worn out surplus stuff. If you wanted like the real deal, you had to go to surplus. Yeah. And like another thing is like if you wanted like the latest like... If you wanted like an IBE, that was like the new like hot hottest stuff in like two thousand four. Like, where eBay. like where are you gonna go to get it? Yeah, you're gonna like eBay, eBay. or like some like reseller. Yeah, you couldn't just like hop onto Google and say like I want to buy this and like get it from like a reputable retailer. Yeah, it's normally eBay is gonna be like the first thing that pops up for you. And another thing is like, a lot of this is driven by the advancement in the gun industry too where they're really pushing like civilian ownership of body armor and like having all of this like quote unquote military equipment that's just like normal shooting equipment it's like you go you walk into a gun store now and like they have plate carriers and like battle belts and all the tactical gear too um and i think as i think the market is driving I think companies are noticing that there's a big market in airsoft because for one thing there's more airsofters than like there serious were. gun enthusiasts I think. oh yeah well also like there's probably a good handful of that percentage of airsofters that are those gun owners oh yeah there's a big overlap like huge overlap more and more every day yeah, because it's, it's crazy because if you think about it, like I, I've entered into the realm of uh, more, more legitimate training and just trying to like kind of test myself to see like how far I can go before it's like, okay, I have to pay for this, you know, because you can get a lot of shit for free. Like a lot of training. I mean, Grantham's doing his recce series like oh yeah there's freaking there's, uh, there's so many resources nowadays the seaburn podcast guys they do uh they do a lot of stuff for free mm-hmm. like i i love those guys dude seaburn they're like my inspiration whenever it comes to like anything firearms obviously big daddy grantham but you know <laughs> love my boy but the seaburn boys do it better yeah and i mean also lucas i think has pushed a lot of that yeah even um, after like arms. all the flack he got yeah, I mean, he's definitely. I don't think he's a he's a very good shooter. He doesn't know the tactical side that well. I mean, and he'll he he openly admits that like he is not a tactics guy. Don't go to him for tactics. Go to him for shooting. If you want to shoot fast and accurate, go to him. Um, but he's a very good communicator. Um, and he's entertaining, which I think is yeah he he makes it fun yeah and it's like 
would you rather like watch a lecture or like this like cool video with like this matrix like color grading and the film like shooting really fast and that's like it looks dramatic like that's way more interesting but he also like throws in all the information um and that's like part of what he does and being a communicator is like making the learning sexy yeah because i mean everybody learns differently yeah. I mean, you could sit down in a lecture for an hour and gain about 100% of that that the guy said. And I'm sitting there like, bro, I don't know at all what he just said. Like, no clue. Did you ever watch the old uh, Magpul training videos? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I've seen them. They're, they're, dude, they're, they're a work of gold. Oh, they are. They, they I... deserve that. That DVD deserves to be in a freaking museum. And when they, those were, those videos were huge. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the constant, like, you know, it's like we were talking like about being in high school, with, like the, all the, like, like the Milson versus Speedsoft stuff and like all the like drama that goes on there. Um, it's like unwarranted. Yeah. And I feel like we, if we present ourselves as more, more professional and more serious, I think it will make companies be a lot more interested. Yeah. Because I mean, why, why would I want to promote my product to this like hobby whenever they all act like a bunch of headless chickens with AR 15s? Yeah. Replica AR 15. <laughs> replica. Rep replica. Yeah. Not replica chickens. Sometimes those do. <laughs> do you freaking have a headless chicken around here I don't know about? I mean, I've definitely seen a, a replica chicken on an airsoft field, for sure. <laughs> I've definitely seen that. Have you not? No. Okay. No. I mean, you used, you used to walk around with like... Oh, like the little... A, a you mean like the honky plushie. chicken? Well, yeah, there's the honky. Like, I see those all the time. Like the, the ones that chickens? you like squeeze and they yeah. like scream? Yeah. Okay. Replica chicken. Replica chicken. Tactical assault chicken. Man, it's the best grenade ever. It's the best sound grenade. Especially the big freaking, like, monster chicken that, like, you squeeze and it, like, screams at, like, a deep pitch. So you just, like, throw it into a room while it's, like, screaming and just blast everyone. There's a product idea. Chicken sound grenades. Yeah. Like, just, like, screaming sound grenades. We do, like... Pull its neck out. It's like, ta and like tactical it distraction chickens. <laughs> I feel like if a chicken honestly just walked TDCs. in the room, I'd be distracted. Or T, yeah, TDCs. <laughs> tactical distraction chicken. Oh my goodness. <laughs> tactical distraction chickens. All right, put that down on the list. Yeah, gotta, I mean, gotta like, make that happen. Yeah. Oh. One thing I actually really commend Lucas on is uh, the uh, the holster game. Which, I mean, you dabble. Oh yeah, yeah. You you dabble a bit. Yeah, I make I make holster sometimes. Yeah, with uh with Corbin when when I can when I the other business partner when you can. Yeah, but honestly, when, like when I have the time and energy. Yeah, wherever you feel like it. Just wake up and go. Yeah, I'll make a holster. Wake up the next day. I just might watch a movie. <laughs> then end up binge watching like eight movies. 
watch like, like oh, Red Dawn. Only like like two, three. <laughs> oh, dude, I just binge watch shows. I'll put like Scrubs on in the background, and I'll put a YouTube video on, and I'll pull up like Discord and just sit there and look at it while two things are happening <laughs> at once, and I'm somehow focused on them while looking at something else. I I have a skill. I don't know what it is. I think it's just ADHD. That's probably ADHD. <laughs> like, I like the opposite problem where I'll like hyper focus. Oh, it just like zone out completely. Oh yeah, I like I'll just like lose time, especially if I'm like really invested in something I'm working on. Yeah, where I'm like I get like really serious about something. I'll be like working on on something on the I computer. I did that with I'm a like, freaking Polar Star the other day. Oh yeah, and I'll like so I'll be like be starting something i'm like i'll just like put a podcast on in the background i'll put the podcast on it's like an hour-long podcast and i'm like eventually i'll like notice that there's no sound i'm like huh i wonder how i'll like look at the clock and it's like two in the morning <laughs> i've been like i like haven't eaten for like 10 hours and i'm like what oh geez. i just watched their entire season like i i've been wanting to uh, get more into listening to podcasts because of Group Coalition. They're a really good podcast. There's also obviously the Seaburn podcast or the Arden War podcast. That one, I I found out about them while I was working at the new facility, mm-hmm. um, running cable, and I was listening to them. And I was like, these guys are actually fucking funny. Like just like the Grantham episode. And then the Grantham and Micah episode, it's just, it's all around great. Like, they're funny guys. They enjoy what they do. They love doing it for free. Like, it's, they don't care. They don't, you know, they they just want to do it to do it. You know, they, you can go support them on Patreon. You can go support them here, you know, shout them out, do that thing. I used to listen to a lot of podcasts, but I like, kind of. We kind of had fallen out. I listened to a lot of podcasts when I wasn't working. I noticed because I like didn't have anything to do all day, so I just yeah, like just... Oh, I'll listen to like three podcasts today because kill like six hours. Um, but now I basically just only listen to them like when I'm on my bike or running or driving to and from work. I did that with uh TK's podcast, Splash World. Oh yeah, yeah that. If you haven't heard Splash World, I really recommend, even though this is the first episode, I got to shout out Splash World Radio. If you haven't heard of them, go check them out on Spotify. It's a really funny podcast crew. Uh, He's good friends with both of us, and we love him to death, so go give him a listen. I guarantee you the first episode will hook you right away. Guarantee it. He's he's a very funny man. Oh, yeah. That man... You, you cannot be in the same room and not laugh. Like, even if you're, like, like in the most upset mood, TK just changes it. Like, he, he's a, he's like a freaking, he's a wizard. He's, he's a wizard, man. Yeah, like he, he's a freaking he's a sorcerer. Got, got like a voodoo magic. Oh, dude, it's, it's gnarly. Like, it's, it's really gnarly. Like, I, I don't understand how he does it. Like, that man is the definition of turn that frown upside down. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like. And he, like, he he's always got energy. Oh, yeah. I don't know how he does it. I, I don't know where he gets it from. He's been working with us for, like, what, nine months? 
Yeah, well, you knew him like way before that. Yeah, me, me and TK go way back. I know him back uh, during his uh, his uh, his Ganther days. <laughs> you know the the OG days. Ganther. Yeah. Panther with a G. Pan. Yeah, Panther. The Black Panther. The Black Panther. The Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, me, me and TK go way back. We used to work at AMC together. And one of my most memorable moments of TK and the fact that I knew that I wanted to like get to know this man because I was a crew leader at the time and we were in like we basically brought like three people in to like see who'd be bit the uh like a new a good fit for like the crew leads and stuff. And uh TK was just like, Bro, I'm not here to just be here like I want to be a five-star general. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I I like this dude. Like, he was he was down for the job, like, 100% in it to win it. Like, he wanted to be a general manager and hire. And I was like, I respect that. Because, you know, in a world full of freaking evolu- like evolving children that move into their teenage years, you know, it's weird for me and probably more so for you. Cause you've got some age on me. Um, not a whole lot, but like a decent amount. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> uh, it's weird to see like the drive in kids and that what their work ethic is straight out the gate, how they immediately don't want to do shit. They just want to be told what to do and don't want to take the effort to actually do their job properly or, you know, do it to the best of their ability. Oh yeah. And like, they're, they're just going to put in like, they don't have the initiative. They just like do exactly what they're told. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. I mean, we noticed that at Evic for quite a bit and we tried fixing it. Yeah. There's not going to name any names because I'm still friends with them, but you, you know who you are. Corbin. What now? <laughs> Only when he was like on the way out. Oh yeah. Was, like, yeah. Whenever he was in the, salty. I don't give a fuck mode. Oh, he yeah, for just, sure. Man, straight up. Love, love him. Love you, Corbin. I know you're going to listen to this so you can make fun of me, but, uh, yeah, uh, I love him. The man didn't do shit. Well, like he made up for it. Like the first three years he worked there. Oh Yeah. <laughs> That 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 like lasts like three months, man. It was just payback. It was a hundred percent payback for all the three years of treachery that you had to deal with. I mean, I worked under Kurt and Rochelle for like four months, and I was like, "Bro, holy shit, this is way worse than I expected." Like, because uh, like the the crazy thing too is like. I wanted to do this episode. It's just like a true step behind the counter mm-hmm. of like what it's like to be an uh, EVIC sales associate because you come in and you get met with this like up upstanding service and everybody treats you so nice and like they respect you and they try to help you out to the best they can. And you think that you can do that job until it's time to do that job. And you're like, there is way more that you guys did on the weekdays that I never saw 
versus like what y'all did on Saturdays. Because whenever we got the Saturday rushes, we you know we were all smiles, minus me, uh, and like always happy to like meet people. Versus weekdays where we all had to like join on the struggle bus to do bin audits and freaking last one checks, freaking oh, yeah, trying to like price changes. Keep keep the inventory in that store straight is a full time job. Oh yeah, it's it's gnarly. Like the the way that we kept that ship running for so long, I I still don't know how we did it. Like just that that crew keeping the ship up just i i i don't know how we did it yeah what what are they gonna do without me <laughs> <laughs> yeah jared's actually the backbone of the entire uh entire evic outpost oh, yeah, here in houston that, that store could not be open oh yeah me. jared's gonna single-handedly build the new facility in one day you're you're building the new facility. I, I I built a portion of the new facility, sir. I put your cameras in place. Ah, yeah, if thanks. they're fucked up, it's not my problem anymore. <laughs> you guys can get the ladder and go up there. I'm not. Fuck that. You not doing another it. question. That's another question. Oh uh, yeah, I can think of the one off the top of my head. We did. How how long did we take to answer that one question? Like twenty minutes? Uh yeah, with some little sidetracking. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, I feel like we answered it, then kind of spun off for a moment. You know, favorite brand other than Tokyo Marui. To be honest, I don't actually like Tokyo Marui that much. What? I mean, they make some good stuff, but I mean, you're like... gonna diss the Marui man like that? <sighs> I mean. I, so I've never actually owned any Marui, so I can't speak that much. But no, you've been mostly KJ, haven't but you? Marui's have never really like been compelling to me. I feel like so when people talk about Marui's, they're always talking about TM high kappas and recoil shocks, which is like, yeah, those are sick. But if you get a TM high cap, you're gonna like replace all the parts in it, so that's only like half a TM in it at that point. Yeah, it's like down to like the one screw. Which I mean, I like to tinker, so I'm like, eventually I'll probably build a high kappa. I just don't like 2011s that much, so <laughs> I haven't yet. But one of these days, I'm gonna teach these kids how to build a high kappa. Um, <laughs> just completely school. Oh yeah, I I see some like janky janky high kappas. Now, is it the price that drives you away? I yeah I feel like a lot of it's the price. It's like I I feel like the value is just not there for me. Because we always got the like tall tail, basically. Oh, I'm not paying that much for a plastic gun. I'm like, hey, just like trust me, this plastic gun is like S tier. Like, just build it right, so it lasts a lifetime. And that you know they never do. They HPA tap it, and the slide oh, yeah. blows up. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, yeah, I just feel like the value's not there. Cause if I'm going to get it, I'm going to like replace most of the parts in it anyway. Or like there's some other one. There's like some weird stuff that Marie makes that like nobody else really does like an HK 45. And like, I've heard really good things about those, but I don't want an HK 45. Yeah. They have and, the like, new AK snow. Uh, was it like snowstorm or whatever that's coming out? Mm-hmm. Saw it on yeah. Ichigoya not too long ago. It was I actually will, pretty sick. I will say for the longest time, 
they did make the best P90. The high cycle. I mean, was like the only good P90 on the market. To be fair, this coming from a guy who ran a P90 for like eight <laughs> years, and it was like a hodgepodge of, well, it, it started life as a SEMA, but then it got replaced with some Echo One parts when the SEMA died. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's, it's but, became a Frankenstein build. Oh yeah, but like those, like TM was like the only good, the high cycle specifically was like the only one worth buying. Yeah, so I mean, there's like some some good TM stuff there, but I would, I don't know, I don't have like, and for me, like TM doesn't have the mystique that like a lot of people give it because it's like they want what they can't have and yeah like tms are like hard to get and they're like rare less so nowadays yeah it feels like the market uh, well they're also there's a lot of tm stuff that we weren't getting over here like their glock 48s their uh oh, 45s yeah. all that um mm-hmm. that was mostly we tech that like you would see over here it must be we or like a couple of tms here and there but Nobody makes parts for Wii Glocks. Or not Wii Glocks, I'm sorry, TM Glocks. There's not a lot of aftermarket for it. There's some, but there is, there's actually not that much. No, it's like a couple slides. Like A lot of stuff is now becoming Elite Force compatible, and it's really hard to compete. There was there was a period where there was some... Oh, there was some a, stuff. Available. Yeah, there was a good like, minute for like for TM like Glock ag- agency stuff. You could get from yeah. Red Wolf for the the TM Glocks. I mean, you can still buy. I actually think Red Wolf houses a lot of the Glock upgrades. Yeah. Um. However, I just don't want to pay for shipping by dinghy. You oh, know? Yeah, the slow boat from yeah, freaking. And I, I've always been a fan of it because of the training aspect of it, and I still really want it to this day. Is the TM Recoil Shock. The Mark 18 one. Yeah. It's just so expansive. Yeah. Well, you also have to realize that that's the only other person that's compared is KWA. Yeah, that's true. Like, KWA is the only one to even, like, lay a finger on the NGRS system. Yeah. I mean, there's the Bolt, but please do yourself a favor. Don't buy a Bolt. Oh, please don't. You... Like, There's like a no lot shit, of things. No bolt, like, I I do work at a store that sells bolts, so um, I have an opinion. Buy, buy, <laughs> buy a bolt if you want. I'm not gonna say you like don't buy a bolt. I probably shouldn't say that, but there's definitely better options. I'll put it that way. Yeah, you know what I can say? Don't buy a fucking bolt. Just don't. You're saving yourself so much more money by buying like a Matrix or. If if you want a gun with recoil, buy a TM or buy a KWA. Yeah. Like it's it's worth the money. The KWA is specifically like if you're think if you're considering buying a bolt, I would seriously consider saving the extra cash to just go for the KWA. Yeah. It's whether it's the recoil or the just the standard. Yeah, but I mean Really for the recoil. Yeah. Like the only reason you're going to buy bolts for the recoil. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the only thing they've, I mean, that's the only selling point to them. The bolt is like an aggressive shake weight. Like that's all it is. It's like, it's like the TM recoil shock, but they dialed it up to a thousand 
and just said, fuck it, if it runs, it runs. Because, like, it shakes, but, like, it's almost too much. It's it's like not like the the NGRS is subtle because I've actually got to get behind a Mark 18 and I'm like, yeah, this is actually somewhat legit. Yeah, it's enough to give you like that feeling. Yeah, you, you get that nice little tap on your shoulder and you're mm-hmm. like, OK, you know, I, I can understand. Yeah, it's like, it's like it's like haptic feedback. Yeah, where it's like it's not like a one to one feeling, but it's just enough to like trick your brain yeah um i mean especially with the uh the bolt hold open or well the bolt lock yeah and it i mean that's that in itself is actually pretty gnarly that's pretty cool which i wish more guns were doing that yeah I, I, who are the only I ones that have it was actually stopping that with their really models. yeah because are they doing it on the uh QRF? didn't know how to use it they were like my gun's not working because they didn't read their manuals well that, that that's literally on them. If KWA were to truly do that, I'd be so mad at them. I would be too. I that is what I've been told by some unreliable sources. I haven't <laughs> I haven't looked into it myself. I highly doubt it because that but, sounds very very stupid. It also seems like sounds like something they would do though. I just don't see it. So back to the question: favorite brand other than Marui. Honestly, I'm gonna have to go with what I know here. I mean, we could we could break this down in different categories of guns too. Oh yeah, I feel like the answer for like an AEG is gonna be different than a pistol, and yeah. different than like a sniper. Like out of pistols, I'd have to go with Elite Force. Know what I know? Yeah, they've been doing good work now. Yeah, their Glock series is definitely tried and true. Like it withstands the you know test of time. I had my nineteen like first batch for a year and a half, and I spiked it in front of the ground, in front of uh like right in front of the doors. Just did to do it. Oh yeah, I just like threw it around our parking lot for yeah for fun. Yeah, yeah, you remember that? Yeah, I was there. Just fucking did it to do it. Uh, yeah, out of those rifles, are holding up really well. Plus, uh, Elite Force makes some other good stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, and so, to clarify, if you didn't know, a little, little behind the curtain, the Elite Force Glocks are manufactured by VFC, as are the SIG M17s. They're also manufactured by VFC. I knew that. Did you know that? Because there's also, like, Elite Force makes their 1911 tacks, which are, like, a staple. That's like the most popular. Yeah, pistol in I mean they're freaking garbage, but they last forever. I think I think they're fine. They yeah. shoot. They shoot. If you well. own a 1911 tack and you haven't had it break on you, just don't drop it. But those are made by KWC. Yeah, a 1911 tacks are KWC. Which those are like the best gun that KWC makes. Yeah, every every other one. Just every other one. Run away. Like, I would not recommend. 1911 tax though, solid. Oh yeah, bro. Especially the Stendo clip. Oh yeah, the 27. Bro, this, the freaking Stendo. The 1911 with the Stendo. That that was like OP. I remember when I found that mag, I was like, "Yo, they make an extended clip for this." And I bought it immediately off of Amazon. Didn't work. 
just like spewed gas right back in my face. I was like, okay. Like, yeah. So for me, for handguns, my favorite manufacturer have to be uh, KJW. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to go with that. Yeah, I mean, it's... They make the CZs, which I love CZs because I'm a hipster. But, oh, yeah. Um, but those are just really solid guns. The PO9 is like virtually indestructible. Um, and the, the SPO1 is like one of the, or like the, the Shadow series, like the Shadow 1, Shadow 2s now, are like the only ones who like performance-wise can like get close to a high kappa like tuned um, yeah but like the build quality the the just durability of them is like really good um fit and finishes yeah the, the only company i think gets like as good fit and finish is uh kwa but kwa has their own problems with they're like weird proprietary internals. Yeah. That was a like big like shot to the heart was like, well, what can I do to upgrade it? You can't. It's just yeah. a training pistol. Yeah. And like, what can you do to repair it? Contact KWA and they, yep. they might, they might be able to get you the part. Might. Freaking. I talked to one of the KWA reps during like old Palooza and uh, I was like, Hey, do you also have like, a low power bolt for an LM4 <laughs> and they're like yeah it's like why is it not on your website he was like email me never emailed him because oh, I what? didn't want to buy it oh. <laughs> I just wanted to know you just wanted to know but I were... took it too far they just wanted to know if you could have bought it yeah yeah okay. they're like hey yeah. would you buy it for like this price no <laughs> Why are you emailing me? Oh, I just want to know. Yeah, just curious. Yeah, yeah, it's like when I go to Amped and I'm like, oh, I wonder how much the night vision are you today. Just, just window shopping. Yeah. Electronic window shopping. Yeah, I, I look at freaking night vision, but am I ever going to buy it? Eventually. Eventually, yeah. Eventually. Later on down the road. Yeah, when you sell, sell a kidney. <laughs> sell off my firstborn child. Well, now I'd be with my secondborn. I couldn't do that. I couldn't pair it away as my firstborn. Alright, so AG. Yeah, electric rifles. Personally, I'm gonna take it back to the the first time we found out that they were sleepers, the uh Matrix G threes. Yeah, those are good. Those are so they're manufactured by S and T. Best budget gun. Which I so this is fun fact. I found out that the S and T, so it's S ampersand T, but it stands for Smart Team Hong Kong. <laughs> if you ever look in the manuals that come with an S and T gun, on the back it'll say, like their website is Smart Team Hong Kong, and like on the back it'll say Smart Team. What? I've never seen that. Yeah, and they actually, so they started making car parts for like RC cars is where they started. Um, and then they started making parts for airsoft guns because, like, a lot of the parts are very similar. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they got the ampersand. I guess it would be like H and K, but like, <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. But yeah, those are 
Yeah. Very impressed. They had some teething issues when they started. Yeah. It, um, it was a. I honestly believe it was the uh, true foothold Matrix needed. Because oh yeah, Matrix sure. is us. It's evic.com. Yeah, Matrix is an evic yeah. brand. The cat's out of the bag for a long time about that one. You know, everyone's like, oh, what is EMG? It's evic marketing group, guys. Come on. Manufacturing group. Yeah, manufacturing. Like, put put the words together. Like, you know, it. and I feel like Matrix needed a win. And the Matrix S&Ts were honestly the best W we could have ever had. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. You get a gun for $112. It's 150 with a battery and a charger. Oh, yeah. And also, so the Matrixes also use basically the same internals as the Lancers. Um, I can't remember what they call their series, but, like, their electronic quick change. The, uh, uh, it's the... Um, Do they call them, like, G3s? Yeah, there there was the They're G2 the Lancer G3s. Yeah, there's the G2 silver, G2 uh bronze, G3 silver, G3 bronze. Okay, yeah, but um yeah, if you ever look inside uh the Lancer G3s and the Matrix G3s, they're, the, they're like, exactly the same inside. Yeah. Um so is there uh No, I don't think anybody's copied the Calico gearbox yet. Uh no, not yet. I mean, shoot, people are trying to mimic uh sema's sema whenever we're whenever i was there freaking i thought i wouldn't have worked there at that time but to live through the sema explosion oh yeah and honestly i would probably say like that's my most recommended brand right now oh yeah sema tbs i don't think it's like top top um I mean, it's getting up there. Yeah. My only, I mean. Definitely, like, I wouldn't say it's, like, I wouldn't say it's the best gun, but it's the gun I would recommend the most. Oh, yeah. I mean, every, oh, freaking, how many times did people come to us about the receiver cracking? Like, the back end breaking, and it's like, guys, you're literally living through World War III right now. Like, there's going to be some hiccups, okay? Oh, yeah. I you mean, know? it's it's a very new gun, so there's going to be some teething issues. Yeah. But, um, and I they they had a bad batch of MOSFETs uh, recently, but that's... that's yeah, with the, long. uh, it's, it's with the trigger boards. Yeah, the trigger boards are and running the, out. It so. sucks, too, because they're being marked for that. Like, everyone's like, oh, the trigger board's going to go out, and I'm like, hey, bro, relax. Yeah, like, the Matrix that did the same thing on their G1s yeah. and G2s. But now they're on generation three and they're like rock solid. Yeah. I mean, shoot, we run G3s for our rental fleet. Oh, yeah. Like, that was literally my sales pitch was like. Yeah. And also, like, high ground was the proving ground for the Matrix sports line. Yeah. They, we, they are still kicking. We, I, me and James work our butt off to try and freaking keep those things running the best we can, even though I definitely almost blew up a battery because I rewired it wrong. Oh, did you? Yeah, I flipped the uh, the tail connector. Oh, uh, you pulled a max. Yeah, and then it popped out, and I it just like ran down my my palm and burned me, and I was like, "Ow!" Oh. Yeah, because it it completely uh, blew out the. Uh, uh, it's uh, you know, whenever you put the fins in for the uh, Tamiya connection, and it locks in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it completely melted through the plastic of the Tamiya connector. Oh wow! Yeah. And then just proceeded to run down my hand, and I was like, okay. Damn. 
while shocking me. <laughs> it was not a fun moment. Let's see if you remember what they had before the uh, Matrixes. Uh, APS. No, the Elite Force. Uh, CQCs. Oh, CQCs. Yes. Yeah, the, uh, the like. Yes. Definitely not just a copy of an Amoeba gearbox. <laughs> it basically was. Yeah, it's just an Amoeba gearbox with a different switch. Yeah. Um, I mean, those are pretty sick. Actually, I sold a lot of those when they were still around. You can still find them nowadays, but they're like. Yeah, they're they it's a dead breed. Yeah. Um. And Ari, man, Aries used to be like the shit. Used to be. Used to be. Used to be. They're not the same anymore. Because they were like the first ones with like micro switches. Yeah. That was like the thing. You wanted a micro switch, like the Amoeba is like the hottest shit, like best performance out of the box. But I mean, now everyone and their mother has micro switches and quick change gearboxes. Honestly, I honestly think what killed them was the uh, proprietary. Yeah, they have that weird magnet system that's like kind of yeah. goofy. I think there's definitely better ways to do that now. Um, I'd like to see them revise their gearbox and make it more compatible. I could see it being a thing like down the road. Yeah, because KWA went that way where they were like tried to do. Uh... They just had to bump up the microphone for a second. Okay. I looked over at the level and it was like. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, oh. no! No! no. Um, always kind of gone that way, where they like tried to go like more proprietary, but they're kind of yeah, they they realize back. We're like realizing that's like, yeah, compatibility is is good. Um, that's why I like the uh, VM4 series because you can yeah. have an RM4 and a VM4, and your VM4 can be kind of like you know your speed build, your RM4 could be your milsim build. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. just how it goes. I mean, technically, you can rock with both worlds because it's a tool. No, yeah. yeah, but man, SEMA's been killing it now, though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The, their, their quality has gone up dramatically. Oh, tenfold. Yeah. Like the fact that they're putting uh, QBS gearboxes in their older lines, like the URXs. Yeah, and they're they're like yeah, their sports lines are coming with like uh, the quick change gearboxes. Some of them are even come with micro switches now. Yeah, and their sports lines. And also, if you want a complete gearbox right now, pretty much like the best deal is the SEMA Sport gearbox. They're like sixty bucks for a like ball bearing. It's got, I think it's only single metal tooth piston, but like that's good enough for most people. Yeah, plus that's enough to get you by. Plus pistons are cheap, but it's a complete like ready to go gearbox for sixty bucks. The only thing I'd upgrade like, on a SEMA is the hop up. Oh, yeah, their hop-ups are kind of iffy. Yeah, and that's, like, the only thing you really have to do on a stock gun. Like, even on stock G&Gs, stock G&Gs can push a freaking 2.5 and a 2.8 far. Oh, but yeah. you just have to have the right barrel setup. Yeah. Like, it's easy to just, like, dude, I used to rock freaking uh, brass barrels for the longest time. Mm, the longest yeah. time. Oh, you, the Mad Bull Black Mambas? <sighs> Those were like I've seen pictures hottest, of them. I've seen hottest. pictures we, of them on Hop Up. The store. I they still sell the Black Mambas. I know, but I I like to look at them as a like a very rare breed. Yeah, because nobody while, buys them. Every, every once in a while, somebody will come in asking for like a Mad Bull barrel, and I'm like, oh, you're 
you you haven't been on the internet in a while. <laughs> you you need to catch up with the times. You want you want a hard coat anodized barrel, <laughs> aluminum barrel. How about let me introduce you to my friends, stainless steel, Lalax. Let, let me introduce you to a Prometheus. Man, I I don't understand how Lalax gets away with that pricing. I mean, it's like nine ball, but like. Well, Lilac says nine ball. It's, is it? Yeah. No, I'm sorry, not nine ball. Airsoft masterpiece. Sorry. Oh, am yeah. Yeah, I I don't know why I got nine ball. Yeah, I was like nine ball is Lilac. Yeah, no, freaking airsoft masterpiece pricing. You could build a kappa solely off of the frame and the slide, and it's gonna cost you a thousand dollars. Like. Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff they make makes sense. Yeah, but like but the, the little like, grip screws being thirty dollars for a oh set yeah. of two. Oh yeah, it's like it's gnarly. Yeah, I don't I don't understand the pricing on some of this stuff. Some of some of it, I look at it and I'm like, oh, you just don't want to sell that. Yeah. Or it's like you just like want to make like five of them just to like add it to your catalog and have like a couple people buy them because they're yep cream their pants over airsoft masterpiece. Yep. Oh, oh, I got my airsoft masterpiece freaking leaf spring. Okay. I don't know why anyone buys those. I honestly don't know why. I mean, they're. I guess they're, they're a little okay, better. Like, I've never truly looked into them. I'd it'll, never. It'll last you like. So it does make your trigger pull a little better. Does it? Yeah, because it it changes the sear spring, so it changes your sear engagement, makes your trigger pull like a little like, a little like crisper. Um. But, I mean, it's a high cap. Your trigger pulls, like, crisp enough as is. Yeah. Plus, uh, with tunable triggers now. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, all high cap is with those leaf springs, you're going to have to replace them. Like, any of them. Yeah, roughly quick. You know what I really don't understand? The oil slick leaf springs. They were... I, I So, it's like they said at SHOT Show. It's just some dude... With a CNC machine trying to solve a problem that nobody needs solved. Yeah. It was like, somebody with an anodizing machine that just said, hey, fuck it, throw that in there too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you. Yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't cost them any more. I mean, they're already running the electroplating. So it's like, well. Yeah, why not? Just like run the springs too. Just do it. We're electroplating everything else. So, yeah. If, if, if somebody's willing to buy, like, spend two extra dollars to get their spring. <laughs> Yep, they Rainbow. can just fuck right off. Uh, best sniper brand. Best sniper? Oh, hands down. Desert Tech. Silverback. Okay. Yeah, same thing. I mean, yeah, same, same. Yeah, Desert Tech. I want to get my hands on the new, uh, their M24. They made an M24. Did they? Yeah, they're, I think they call it Attack 24. Oh, yes. Um, I saw something... With Solo about that. Silo? Solo. Tron. Solo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Silo also did it. Yeah. He, he was talking about it and I was like, okay, that actually looks sick as shit because they have like, they released it and then right behind it, they released all the parts for it. Yeah. Like they had different chassis, different uh, interchangeable parts. I was like, this is what a company needs to do properly. Mm-hmm, like sure. not just sit here and fucking... You know, release a gun and then release the mag three years later. KWA. Yeah, we're looking at you, KWA. Oh my god. As like, well as you, G and G. It was like, it was like 
when they released the the QRFs. Yeah, it was the entire QRF line. So they released released the QRFs, and there's like th- three different versions with three different proprietary magazines, and it was like six to eight months before they made the magazines yep. available. It was the most heartbreaking thing, too, because I wanted a QRF, but I couldn't buy the mags. Because you know me, guns. I buy mags in sevens. Oh, yeah. Because I, I go for AMS cap, so yeah, I just yeah. I just max out completely. And there's there's sick guns. They were just oh, like, yeah. We couldn't sell any of them because it's like, you can buy this, and then, like, you might... you. So they came with mid-caps, which, sick, good for you. Yeah. Like, you only need mid-caps. Don't. Yeah, don't, don't be poor. Yeah. That's that's a trend I actually like is a lot of new uh, new guns of, are coming with mid caps. Are, are coming with mid caps out of the box, like the Calicos, the the SEMA Platinums, um, Crytek come out with Crytek mags now. RDB. Yeah, those come with the the Ares uh, A mags. Every um, sniper rifle. <laughs> not everyone. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. Gotta remember the Barretts. Long live the, <laughs> the Kings. The, 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 the the uh, Snowwolf MRAD fully uh, semi-automatic bolt action. I still want a Polar Star one. Yeah, just for the hell of it. I. Mm, <laughs> I it's not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth. I it. mean, it's just a V2 gearbox. I have a V2. I have a fully built V2 Polar Star. I could easily okay. just slap it in. Um, for for sniper rifles, I'm gonna give a shout out to SEMA as well for their M24s or no M40s. I always get too confused. M40s, because um, they did. So there was a six millimeter Pro Shop M40, which is a SEMA chassis, and then they worked with PDI to make the internals. Which, if you know sniper rifles, you know PDI is like good, good stuff. Um, so they did barrels and hop-ups and, like, compression system from PDI. Um, and trigger boxes, too. And they did that for the 6 Pro Shop ones. And then SEMA, like, a little bit later, comes out with their own version, which is just, like, they bought the PDI parts and just didn't give 6 millimeter Pro Shop uh, any of the money. They just came out with their own version. Same, Basically the same parts. Hey, but like, tw- like yeah, same, same, but different. Because it doesn't say six million pressure. Yeah, it's the SEMA. They've been doing that a lot lately with their sport line too for their AKs. Yeah, but the um, but it's a it's a SEMA externals which like are actually like pretty nice. Yeah, they're like really heavy, reliable, solid quality. Um, but all the PDI internals, so PDI barrel, PDI hop up, um downside to it is you can't really upgrade it unless you buy like the tune-up kit from PDI. They're like the only one who makes parts for it. And yeah. Only like one set of upgrade parts available. But you don't really need to upgrade it that much. And they're they're only like 150 bucks. Yeah. So. Favorite shotgun? Uh, I'm actually I'm a really big fan of of the Fab Arms SDF-12, uh, which is made by VFC, sold through Cybergun. Is, is that the the big boy one? That's the one I have. The 312? Say what now? The $312 one? Yeah. Okay, I was like, I was like yeah, you're not pretty... talking about the pump one, are you? 
Like the spring action pump? Oh, no, not the, not the spring one. No. <laughs> that piece the, the, of shit? No, the CO2-powered one. They're, uh, they should have come out with a green gas-powered one by now, too. Um, you, wait, that's not the new SLP one, is it? That's been on the website for like a year and a half? Oh, no, that's the that's the CO2-M3 you're thinking of. Okay. They're making like a, a semi-automatic. Yeah, apparently it's really bad. CO two, is it? I yeah, they really they've already gotten it. it. Like everybody that reviewed it has already gotten it from Red Wolf, and they're like, it goes about like five feet and then just drops. Damn. Yeah, it. I was I was hoping that'd be good. I I was excited too. I I that would have been my top like number one shotgun, but. Dude, every everyone wants an M three. Everybody wants an M3, but nobody wants to pay M3 prices. Actually, everyone wants an M4. Let's be honest. They wanna, they wanna play. Uh, I'm gonna get. Well, well, we can't pick TM. Yeah, Fuck. I mean, like real talk. If you want a shotgun, TM's second nine. Yeah, TM. The what? Second twelve. Second twelve. Uh, second nine. The, the pistol caliber AR. <laughs> or not know, the pistol caliber You know the AK? one from Tarkov? Yeah, yeah. Sega, Sega 9. Uh, yeah, the, the Sega 12 would be my number one because I'm really anticipating it to be good. Yeah. Like, I I know TM, and I know they will not fail. Yeah, and I mean, they've already proven themselves with the AA-12. Yeah. Which is and solid, solid gun. What, its tactical predecessor, the freaking big one with the... Key mod handguard. Say what now? You mean the SGR? Yeah. The SGR, the all aluminum one? Yeah. Freaking Honestly, if you're going to buy that, just buy the AA12. You, yeah. You're going <laughs> to save yourself some money. Buy the AA12 and like hose clamp a flashlight onto it. Where <laughs> <laughs> would you put it? Well, that's what the hose clamps are for. Oh, it, it doesn't no. have any unlock. So you got to use, you know, kick it old school. I, I I could never get into the AA12. I just yeah, couldn't. I, oh no, it lo- it looks hideous. Oh yeah, it it just looks like a square. Look, it had sex with a rectangle, but it was in the same family tree. It is all second kind of cool. Or no, first kind of cool. No, second. I can't remember. It's been a while. <laughs> I feel like you were going it's somewhere. Like, it's like it's like all. All go, no show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, it It looks hideous, but it, once once it gets moving, yeah. you see it in action, you're like, this thing fucks. Uh, Freaking best AK, favorite AK, minus the TM. Uh, right now, ENL. ENL's killing. Now that they're back. Yeah, now that you can actually get them again. Yeah. That was always the staple to talk about was like, well, the best used to be E and L. They're cheap. Yeah. They're dummy cheap now. They're like they're like a like a little bit more than a SEMA. I wonder if they change receivers. For, for all steel. Um I don't know. They they must have changed something. Yeah, because there's like, no way you can get away with that pricing. I mean, they're still like the best finish oh, yeah. of any AK. Freaking like, just immaculate build quality the all the way down to the wood the riveting the stamped metal oh yeah like 
Oh, it used to be nice whenever you bought an ENL off somebody and it was freaking rusted. And they so they perform better from what I've seen than the LCTs also. Um, which I mean, before you could get an ENL, like again, um, LCT would be like kind of go to, but I would actually LCTs are kind of expensive too for what they are. Um, so I'd, I would I would recommend most people get a SEMA. Yeah, like one of the stamp steel SEMAs. ENL SEMA then LCT. Yeah, I mean, if you like, because I'm not going to put it below strike. If you got the money to spend, you can. You're pointing at me. I, I just realized what to trump uh, you know with. Arcturus. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but like, Arcturus made a comeback too. Yeah, that's true. They're Arcturus made a comeback, and the fact that they have the decocker built into it. Yeah. It's it's an honest game changer. I mean, that's been that stuff's been around for a while. Uh, it's been around for a while through ICS. My my friggin' Tavor has it. Okay, your Tavor is also agent. Wait, yeah. Like yeah, like I said, it's, that, that feature has been around yeah, forever. People they, realize, they but it's really also need it. built into the back end. Yeah. So it's it literally just pushes the anti reversal that switch. This one actually like you have to like swipe it. It's gnarly, man. What? Okay. I was just saying, it's gnarly to see it back in action. I, don't know, I feel like this is just like, I feel like people are like all about that feature for a while. I have another gearbox. I can't remember what. I have some M4 gearbox that has that where you push the forward assist and it uh, detentions the spring. Ooh. It might be an old Lancer uh, gearbox. That's old. I don't remember a gun that used to do that. Yeah, I think it was an old Lancer. It might be it might be one of the other old like M4s I have kicking around. I got like five M4s that are just in parts. They're all like Frankenstein together. But yeah, that was a feature for a while. But then people realized they didn't really need it for most guns. Yeah. It was kind of just like, oh shit. Uh, well, if you if you know to like shoot your gun on semi-auto twice before you put it away to make sure it like finishes the cycle, then you don't really need it. Yeah. Because if your gun is working right, if you fire it on semi-auto, it should cycle completely. Best blowback. Uh, we M4. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, as as a gun, I think there's better ones. Like the TMs are like... Yeah, they're they're definitely a better gun. Same with like the KWAs, they're a better gun. But you can't get parts for a KWA. You can't get mags for a KWA. Uh, GHK is the same way. Yeah, and they G just came out with two new rifles. GHKs are cool because their M4s take like almost all real parts. So you're gonna put like real buffer tubes or like whatever. But honestly, a Wii M4, you can do it. Anything you want to it. Or like anything that you would want to do it to it, you can. There's a lot of parts available. The magazines are available. The magazines are cheap. If you want to blow back M4, get a Wii M4. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like they're 300 bucks. So by the time you buy that and the, your Daniel Defense Rail and whatever you weirdos want to put on it, you're like Strike Industries stock. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the kids are into these days. It's so nerdy. Are people still doing Mark 18 rails all the time? 
Uh, for the most part. Is that like? Yeah, there's still kids out there doing that. I never knew what the thing was. I mean, my my big second runner up is the KCO two. Oh, KCO twos are sick, dude. I my so my old manager's buying a Ruger twenty two, uh, in that same platform, and I'm like, bro, you should build it out to be a competition gun. And just go blow people out of the water. And he was like, "Dude, I, I seriously want to buy one of those KCO twos and put it in like a precision chassis." Dude, they're so nice. They're so nice. Yeah, but the precision chassis is like seven hundred dollars. At least the ones we were looking at. Yeah, but like, you can get them for like five if you know a guy. See, but like that's that's why I haven't done it yet because I don't have seven hundred dollars to blow. <laughs> or know a guy. I, yeah, I'm sure I could like find one for cheaper somewhere, but no, yeah, that's, that's sick. And like, if you want an accurate gas rifle, KCO two. You know what we forgot? But not by me. Machine guns. Oh yeah, machine guns. Squad automatic weapons. Best, best manufacturer. GMP Stoner. Oh, I mean that. Hmm. I mean it's pretty good. Doesn't get much better than that. Raptor PKP. <sighs> yeah. Not the bullpup one though. Bullpup one's kind of the neat. full boy. Yeah, the like the full length PKP. I had a feeling you were gonna say that because you freaking love yours. Oh yeah, it's sick. Well, I, I have a PKM. Things freaking heavy. I'd rather have a PKP. Oh yeah, it's it's a chonker. Oh yeah. Freaking, they almost killed Jack at Balls and Bruises during COVID. Oh, yeah, I forgot he Freaking, he was like, no, 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 let me run it, let me run it. And Jack's not a tall guy, by the way. He's not bulky. He's not, like, you know, super like tall five and two, ripped. Five three? Yeah, he's, like, a little shorter than me, and I'm, and like, 5'9", like 5'8". Five five <laughs> yeah, he weighs, like, a buck fifty. Like, the wind could pick him up, and he's just, like, I could carry it, I can carry it. He was like literally like the little kid from uh, Starship Troopers. Like I'm doing my part. Oh, that yeah. was like what Jack was like. It was the funniest thing ever. Yeah, it's a 15 pound gun. Oh yeah, on a 150 pound man. Yeah, that's now a heavy man. <laughs> Plus he was running that Gorka too. By the why, way, why was he using, why was he wearing a Gorka in the summer? Don't wear a Gorka in the summer. Just wear shorts like a regular person. Well-respected man or yeah. woman. I don't. If it's like more than forty degrees out, don't don't wear a gorka. You don't need it. Just just wear normal normal ass clothes. Yeah. Gorkas are very comfortable though. They're like pajamas. Oh, rompers are so good. Rompers. Yeah. I need to break out the romper again. Man, we do. We have to reassemble the romper squad. We should go to tanks. With the rompers? We go get tan rompers. Tan rompers? Yeah. Then we or can fight for our faction. We could just get some, like, uh, coveralls and cut the legs off. Improvised romper. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure uh, Kurt has some, like, swamp suits laying around. <laughs> swamp mop. Swamp suits? Yeah, I was like... A little confused there. One. I said it because I was thinking of, like, the swamp people from Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah. we, we just, or we just just get some flight suits and like, cut the legs off. Yeah, submachine guns. 
Yeah, the VFC MP5s are good. Yeah. Does VFC make any other SMGs? Um, they did the MP7. They're doing the MPX. Yeah, the MP7 is not very good. The MPX will probably be good because they're putting their the new Avalon stuff in it. Yeah, it'll basically be everything that's in the MPX, just in the MCX. You mean the MCX and the PX? It's a good. Yeah, I I always say the wrong one too. I, I keep forgetting C is carbine, P is pistol. Yeah. Like, you you think, like, I know that in my brain, so you think I, like, understand. It's like, oh, yeah, the P is the pistol one, and the C is the carbine one, but, like, it always comes out wrong. I'll, like, always even, I'll, like, just... I'll, like, hesitate and think for a second and then still say the wrong one. Yeah, you just forget, and you're like, dang it, PX. It's like what I used to do. Yeah. Like, mumble it under my breath and then run away. <laughs> Okay. Um, who else makes a good SMG? They're coming out with a SEMA Platinum uh, MP5. No way. Yeah. With that same quick change buffer? Yeah, I think. I, I would assume. Wait, it, probably not a buffer system, but that, it's well, a quick change yeah. gearbox. Which, That's I mean, actually pretty MP5, sick. You just pop two pins and the stock comes off. Yeah. It'll probably be something easier. Um, who else makes good SMGs? Grenade launcher. Grenade launcher? Um, I don't know who makes it, but the BNT. ASG. Yeah, ASG. <laughs> well, they don't make it. They license it. Yeah. They have the BNT license. I don't, I don't who clones it? it? Who, who do what? Who's the one that develops it? I don't know. I've, I've never looked into it. But those are sick. I probably have to do the tag. Oh, well, yeah. The tags are like in a league of their own. Yeah. $700 grenade launcher. Man, once you launch one just like right through a window, you're sold instantly. You're just like, <laughs> mm, I want it. Yeah, but you can launch tags out of a BNT. I mean, I can get easily, easily the same result out of the uh, Ares. Yeah, the the three twenties. The Ares is probably my favorite. Yeah, the the three twenties a really good design. Yeah. Um, and Ares Ares did a pretty good job. I think. So with Ares, there's always like something about their build quality where it just like. Something about them, they always break. And it's, like, not in ways that, like, would disable the gun. Like, the gun will still work. It's just, like, like, on the RDBs, like, the charging handle breaks off. And, like, on the 320s, you, like, break the little, like... The charging handle. You, like, lose the little, like, screw for something or, like, like a piece of it will, like, crack off. But, like, it'll still shoot a grenade, but... Oh no. You ready to rapid fire a couple questions real quick? Uh yeah, let's go. Why is my PP small? Uh it's it's probably cold out or like you're in a cold swimming pool. That's my go to. Can cheese be a viable weapon? 
I'm going to say no. What that Budusi do? <laughs> Pass. What kind of eyelash lotion do you use to keep yours so luscious? Eyelash lotion? I, I feel like that's one for you because your, your <laughs> eyelashes are pretty luscious. Uh, tears? Is it tears? <laughs> tears of my enemies. Tears. <laughs> onion fingers or onion toes? On onion toes, for sure. Oh, yeah. Man. Freaking. What'd that mouth do? I mean, like, I, I, I eat with it sometimes. It burps sometimes. Wait, what are you looking at me like? Right, you passed the vibe check. <laughs> Does pew pew hurt when shot in lower left abdomen? Lower left abdomen? Ad abdomen. Abdomen. Yeah, I said abdomen. You Does... listen to it back. I said abdomen. Pew. Does pew pew hurt when shot in lower left abdomen? Yeah. Left hand. Yeah, I mean that's, <laughs> that's 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 a tender spot. Okay, it is for me. It's like one of my key spots. That like, if I get hit, I'm walking back. Oh, no yeah, matter that, what. That um. That, the collarbone. Neck. Yeah. Like Adam's apple area. Nose. I haven't gotten shot in the Adam's apple very much. I, I haven't. I haven't taken one like right. TK right took one. I've gotten it lower, where it's like right at your, like, the base of your. Yeah, throat. like just like along yeah, here. I mean, that, that'll sting, but it's not like the worst. Yeah, at least you could just like rub it really quick, kind of yeah. let the pain dissipate out. Yeah, I've gotten shot in the side of the neck, but like, that'll hurt the next morning, but it doesn't hurt when it happens. Yep. Um, I got shot in the kneecap once, and my whole leg went numb. Oh! And I was just like laying on the ground, and I'm like, the rest were like, "You good, man?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll be fine." <laughs> While you're crying, just give, give me a minute. minute. <laughs> just give me some Tylenol. It's like I'll be okay. My 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 leg stopped working. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll be good. Like give me like twenty seconds. I'll be good. Oh. Oh, what's what's the time looking like? Is this say one fifty six? Uh, yep, one fifty six. One fifty six. We'll probably cut cut it down a little bit. Yeah. Or not. Well, in the event that we do, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here. You just you just moved it while you're talking. Oh damn! All right. Well, we're just gonna go ahead and wrap it up here for now. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, my name's Frost. Uh, joined with my other co-host Jared. Or otherwise known as Jay Sweezy. Um, yeah, thanks for coming out for the first one. Uh, we hope that we get to more of these soon. You know, we're going to try to hit somewhat of a decent upload schedule. Somewhat. Yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. I'm yeah. Good. I'm we'll, a busy man. We'll update that like later on, like future, like probably episode two. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, but uh, we'll go ahead and thank our sponsor. Uh, High Ground Airsoft, uh, indoor premier CQB facility. If you got a birthday party, like, you know, you and your business friends are trying to hang out, have some fun, go down to High Ground Airsoft and they'll get you taken care of. 
also have a premier pro shop up in the front called evic.com so you know use code frostyboy223 at checkout to get a zero percent discount i'll, I'll give you chris five five <laughs> yeah go see jared in the front then come see me in the back and we'll give you like high fives but yeah other than that thank you guys for coming and we'll see y'all next week i, I can't promise that <laughs> oh